0: Thank you all for tuning in to today's podcast. It'll be short and brief. It'll be about whether you should have high yield savings accounts versus, um, you know, federally backed uh, United States bonds. Uh, today's date is 10-9-2023. It's about 9-15 in the morning. Uh, for the ones that don't know, my name is William. I'm representing Peachtree Property Management, where we invest in fixing whole rental properties located in B, C, and D-class communities. Um, Also, for the ones who don't know, I teach full-time, so I'm trying to do this podcast um, right before my first period or right before my second period starts. Um, Technically, sad thing, we're practicing the lockdown, so um, I'm back in the very, very, very back of the school, so no one's out here. I got my door locked, Um, but we are on what they call a secure lockdown, so we can keep teaching, uh, talking, making noises, but uh, we can't move outside the classroom. Scary world, crazy world that we live in, crazy time, but that's, that's part of life. Um, you know, uh, so I, w- I just want to talk about there. They are, uh, high yields. Um, so you think about, uh, was that lending? I think it's called lending tree. You got Marcus by Goldman Sachs. You have UF, um, I think it's called UFB, uh, direct those. Um, so I think lending has what a five, 5.0, uh, APY. Uh, UFB direct has a 5.25 Marcus Goldman Sachs, uh, which I have, and I will be trying to look into some of these other ones because they have higher yields. And, um, these banks aren't, are not loyal to any of us. So I don't know why we are loyal, loyal to them, but these, um, was that Marcus by Goldman Sachs has a, like a 4.4, um, which is, is not bad. Um, you have, um, Two-year, uh not, really not I guess they're called um, you know, treasuries, two year treasuries, uh five year, ten year. Um, you know, those I have different uh bonds also, but I got them in the past. And so as a and this is just strictly from a real estate point of view, real estate mind, to me, um not endorsing any of those high, uh high yield savings accounts, but those are better. Than a yield because I mean then a bond because a bond you have to lock up your money all right um, your money is locked up for a set period of time before maturity um, you know you, you, you think about certificates um, or, or CDs certificate of deposits things like that so you got two year uh, and some of them are 4.75 5.01 um, things like that some of them are a little higher some of them a little lower but uh, so you have certificate CDs and you have bonds. Uh, treasuries. So um, these things right here, they have to be locked up for two years. But what happens if you have to renovate something? What happens if you find a good deal or um, what happens um, if, you know, whatever it may be uh, and your money's locked up? Uh, You may uh, collect the penalty. You may uh, lose some of your dividends. um, But with a savings account, especially nowadays, the way the market is going, these high yield savings, at least with UFB, uh, Marcus and uh, Goldman Sachs. There's no monthly charge for a certain amount. You you know there's no yearly or monthly charge for taking out a certain amount of uh, withdrawals. There's uh you know it's practically no delay. Um, you can access your money twenty four seven. There's no really delay. Um, it's like a, one to, a one, one to two day delay on transferring your money out to a regular bank account. Now I will say UFB, uh, only deals with um like Swab and uh bank of america wells fargo um some of these other they they have a certain list of banks where you have to transfer your money from that bank into ufb so i was trying to do a transfer earlier it's just something that i learned from marcus goldman sachs to ufb but they won't allow you to do it all right uh, especially you know some of these people you know you deal with these tenants that they have um what is what is that cash app and stuff like that not real banks but they try to use it as a bank Venmo, they won't allow that, uh also. But if you're trying to um, you know, have liquidity, those high yield savings accounts are the best. Uh to me, dealing with real estate. And a lot of these other people feel like that, you know, short term uh high yield savings are, are, are the best, but long term because of um the consistency of the um the guarantee when you lock your money in, it's gonna be that same yield for two years. But the ways things have been going with these savings accounts. I mean, uh, high yield savings accounts since what, 2019, 2020. So the last three years they've been high, and you've been having access to your money. All right. I mean, you can always put them in a CD, uh, a bond, uh, treasury, whatever it may be. Later on, and you gotta realize with the wars um, as a war in in Israel and um, I think got with with Gaza. I think. Um, the war in Ukraine and Russia bringing people in, so it starts to affect the stock market. It starts to affect bonds and treasuries, uh, all these things. But and it affects the high yield savings accounts. But it affects them in a way where they go up, um, and uh, the treasuries go up also. But you know now they are kind of neck and neck. All right, so both of them are high fours, or mid fours, the uh, low fives. All right, so, and um, but you know, like I said. You know, people talk about the the long term, but you always want to have access to the money. I mean, you you can diversify. That'd be up to you. Uh, Just trying to give people pointers on some things to to think about when they're creating a high yield savings account, uh, when they're creating, um, you know, and right now everything is at your fingertips. Being on your phone. And that may be bad for some people, like you know, maybe what the old people said back in the day is burning a hole in your pocket. When you got money um, and it's in your pocket or it's at the bank, you can easily assess it. And, you know, it, it can be a bad thing. I know in the past with Goldman Sachs and some of these other um, apps and uh, online banking, what they used to do was uh, it was like a five- to seven-day hole on your money. So if you didn't really need it, a lot of people was not making that transfer, but to now – give you that high yield and to then take the, you know, you can take the money out within one to two days or the same day, whatever it may be. Um, you know, it's a little enticing. and It can be a little dangerous, uh, also, cause like I say, some people that they're not good at managing their money, which, you know, they probably wouldn't be good at managing their money with high yields anyway, but, um, you know, i want to say each their own, but, you know, they probably wouldn't be using, um, a situation where they have to lock up their money for 2 years, uh 5 years, 10 years uh in these treasuries. Uh but like I say, uh, you know, just just making it short and sweet, giving you something to think about a comparison, compare and contrast so you can do your own research, not asking you all to invest in these different ones but just giving these options. Um because these regular banks, the state employees, um the Wells Fargo's and all these other some of these other banks, they are 0.15 percent yield or 0.01 um, on these savings accounts. Um, uh, what's that? Um, even some of the CDs uh, low are low at one percent, 1.15, 1.2. Maybe I, I. It's rare, but I guess it's some two two percent. Um, so you know the money markets are low, the CDs are low, the savings and checking accounts are, are terrible. So you know you got to find another way of diversifying your money whether it's in actual physical assets real estate i won't say i won't push gold and silver even in platinum, even though I buy these things uh, you know i'm I'm new to it, haven't really seen a consistent dividend i mean it's like you got time to market one day you can be up by twenty dollars and then the next day you're down um or then or for two weeks you're you're break- you're breaking even. Uh, So they just made an announcement that I had to take a quick pause. I made an announcement that the lockdown, uh, secure lockdown is over, so everything's back to normal. Um, So I'll I'll go ahead and end this podcast. For the ones that um, don't know, again, uh, I created this podcast to encourage the ones that are not in uh, real estate and not in fixing whole rentals, the ones that have not um, delved into this market and delved into this aspect for a long period of time to get back into it, to start doing it, Uh, to help fight gentrification Uh, to give people like my motto is you want to give people um, affordable rentals in desirable locations now i understand that you know you some people are are thinking well oh uh, affordable housing you don't have to necessarily be low the the bottom of the income all right when i say this uh just giving just giving people clarity so you don't have to be like if the rents are 1600 i'm not asking you to rent out for 250 350 Stuff like that, cause I mean, you rent out for those prices, you won't be able to maintain the property. You won't be able to pay for any type of loan you may have on it, the credit cards, the repairs. Um, so I mean, you know, if like like I do, the rents are sixteen, the well, I say fourteen to sixteen hundred, nine hundred dollars, eight hundred dollars. Uh, um, giving people a quality, uh, living and making enough money. You know, you're not getting rich off of, uh, just a handful of properties. It's gonna take a collection, uh, and it's gonna take a collection of people to help out. You know, a lot of these people say. Um, you know, I'm, I'm for Americans. I, I care about my fellow neighbor, but they don't do things to help them. All right, so that's our way of putting our um, our money where our mouth is. All right, um, so if you want to, I want to do something a little like I say a little different. I want to encourage people to, I guess you could say, leave comments. If you want to go to my Facebook page, Wag Realty LLC, and that's Wag W A G Realty LLC. And just leave uh some type of questions you may have about real estate investing uh whether you're a tenant landlord uh, you want something to do you know you want to figure out some a way to approach a uh, investor you want to uh, if you're investing you know you want to learn some things how to maneuver around the market uh, if you want to learn how to approach maybe um, inspectors uh, uh contractors uh you have a problem with a tenant, you have a problem with a landlord. Uh, If you have any of those situations you want to talk or just get something off your chest, you can leave a comment there. You can also reach me at at Peachtree Property Management. That's on Instagram. Uh, That's at Peachtree Property Management. You can also find some videos I do on YouTube. That's WAG Realty LLC of North Carolina. That's WAG, W-A-G, Realty LLC of North Carolina. Um, So, like I say, I'm I'm trying to do some things a little bit different myself. I'm learning as I go, so I don't I'm not trying to act like I know everything. I have a website uh that I'm uh haven't used in a while, but I'm trying to have my tenants, if they have a problem, to reach out to the website, put on you know, uh message me me there on what the problem is, uh so I don't get all I'm not bombarded out by all these calls, um, all these text messages. And they can just shoot me a quick text and say, I s um check your website. All right, that's something that quick. I can get on there, do it in time, didn't matter. Um, Because sometimes, you know, dealing with tenants, they, you know, they kind of stress you out. (laughs) But uh, until next time, y'all, peace out. Take care.